back. Welcome to episode two of Cool Dad Collective with your boy, Matson, the ultimate cool dad in my own mind. But uh, yeah, welcome back. We're at episode two. Uh, I've actually got a couple episodes banked, but I figured I'd jump on and, uh, you know, share the love for episode two. Um, firstly, big love, big, big shout out to everyone who's gotten around the podcast. It is the immense, oh, I don't know what it is, the immense support messages I've gotten and it's not like you know like oh <laughs> this is <laughs> once again it's not like oh Matthew's doing another podcast again you be good for you dude no it's like genuine like oh hey man like I listened to that the podcast it's really good like I, I feel like it made me feel better or it made me it put me in a better like headspace or it was just 20 minutes out of my day that I I found it really relatable the stuff you're talking about and that that stuff is exactly what Cool Dad Collective is about and hearing that from whoever's watched the podcast, listen to the podcast. We can't really watch it. It's just like snippets. I kind of record for like no reason to be fair. But hearing that, guys, is uh, it's, it's unreal. It's so sick uh, to hear support from everyone and, and everyone going through the same th- things. It made me feel good. Like that screen time video when I released it and everyone's like, dude, oh, I'm in the same boat. Once again, like I said in the in that little bit, like hearing that makes me feel good, you know, Hearing that just as a dad, hearing that everyone goes through the same shit is, uh, it's just great. It's so good. So I was really excited to record episode two uh, of Cool Dad Collective and not just chuck up a banked episode. Uh, So welcome back. Welcome back, you absolute legends. Uh, I hope you've had a fantastic week. Um, I hope everything is all well in your family. I hope everything is all well with your beautiful children and you are, you know, flourishing in dad life. That is that's the best way to be um so i like to start every episode well you know i have a bit more of a plan this one uh i start every every episode with a dad win big dad win uh my big dad win this uh week was uh last weekend the weekend just gone uh i took skylar my partner kia and i took skylar to the beach uh, we had a second birthday which was uh awesome and for the most part uh, we had a an actual very stress-free day at the beach. Obviously, besides the fact that I had to walk a thousand kilometers um, to the beach once I dropped them off. If you, this is the ultimate like dad move, and I remember it being like an ultimate dad move because this is what like my dad used to do whenever I used to go to the beach, like as a kid. So what we do is, and I remember this very vividly, we go to Noosa Beach, and at Noosa Beach, at the start of the beach. Um, there was like a cul-de-sac and what most, and literally it was so funny. I'd see like every dad do this. Most dads would drive into the cul-de-sac. They'd get their, all their family out of the car and they'd be like, yep, meet me on the beach. I'm going to go find a park. And they'd drive off and do like the solo dad search. And it's kind of like a coming of age thing where like every man gets passed down this responsibility of you drop your family off. They stay at the beach. They find a lovely spot in the shade. And then you drive to the other side of the fucking earth to find a car park that you have to park in and then you have to lug like 50 kilos of stuff or your family stuff you know you got your whatever the, like your floaties your body boards your paddle boards oh mate like whatever you name it you have it uh and you gotta pat- walk it all the way back and it's the longest walk ever but you do it anyway because it's like 10 to 15 minutes of just peace and quiet in the car and you, so like in your head you're like damn like this sucks but then you do it and you're like, ah, oh, it's quiet. Thank God. I love this. So yeah, I did that. But anyway, I just, it, 
it's one of those moments and and i talk about it i talked about it on the last episode where there's not many moments that are just like it there's not many moments where you just it's one of those moments where you can sort of just step back you know your daughter's having a or your son or well, your child's having a f- like fucking ripper time they're, they're just hooking in your missus is happy everyone's happy everyone's in a good spot and you can just i don't know it gives you just this this second of all this you know that i use a tornado analogy a lot where there's just so much going on in your day you have a big day but for those like 30 seconds where you're not running after your child or you're not like putting sunscreen on or you're not like you know for me personally with kia being 32 weeks pregnant i'm not like you know are you okay are you feeling all right is everything it's for like 30 seconds of your life where it's just bliss and you're like, this is fantastic. And that was my dad win of the week. I was, I just, we went to the beach. We had a really nice time. Sky slept the whole way home. She slept the whole way there. We didn't have to listen to Wiggles or Coco Melon or anything in the car. Oh, it's good vibes. It was, it's, and it's funny when you're, when you're like, when you're parenting or when you are a parent, when you have those days and you come home, you just look back and you're like, we didn't. No one fought with each other. You know, baby didn't cry. No one had a temper tantrum. It's a good day. And it's just funny because, you know, that was your life before kids. But you have a one one day like that and you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. So that was my dad win of the week. If you have a dad win of the week, uh, send it through. Hit me up on Instagram at cooldadcollective underscore. Man, I'd love to hear about your dad wins. Dad wins, uh, everything like that. That's the best. So, yeah, it's been a really good week. Um, so this episode, I really wanted to dive, really dive deep and pick my brain apart about, and if you're a new dad or if you are an expectant dad, this one's for you. Um, well, it's not really for you, but, um, it's for everybody, but, uh, yeah, I'm sort of taking it, taking it right back to the birth of Skylar, um, which in itself was one of the most hectic times of my life, most hectic yet most, uh, rewarding. Um, so yeah, we, we were lucky enough that the the birth went really smoothly. Um, I was terrified before the birth, uh, leading into the birth. Um, there was so much, I don't know, it's the most overwhelming thing because you're not experiencing it and you're expected to know everything that your partner is going through, but you yourself have to pretty much guess when they're going through it. So I remember very vividly. I did, uh, I, we did like this online course, this online pre-birth course. And I remember I did it with one of my best mates and his partner. And, uh, I remember just thinking, and, and you know, there, there's the, the, my mate was really knowledgeable about everything. Um, but you know, actually in the birthing time, he's got a really funny story. I'm hoping I can convince him to send me a voicemail that I can play on the show. Um, but he was, he was super prepared. He, he had everything sorted and I'm not that person. I'm not that person at all. I'm not a super prepared person. I'm very much one of those people that's quite reactive. Um, when something happens, I usually, that's when I react. I'm like, really like, okay, now I've got to react. And birth is just one of those things where you feel like you should be ready. And the thing about birth too, is like, it's not a gradual process. Like you don't just like have time like, oh, you know, you can gradually learn the baby. You can gradually like understand, like you don't get a test period where like the baby comes out for like a, a fucking hour and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, how you doing? I'm your dad. Uh, no, see, okay, you're crying. Okay, so you don't like that. Okay, no dramas, mate. I'll just put you back in there and then we'll see you in like a week or so and then you can come back for good. You don't get that. You just get, here's your kid. 
Good luck. Enjoy those really black poos. Um, yeah, so the birth itself was really, really all good. No dramas. She was Skylar was really good. She latched really quickly, which is fantastic. Um, because as a as a father during like the breast feeding section, it you I didn't realize, and I you know for some this is a male thing. I didn't think I didn't think breastfeeding was going to be painful. Like I I had no idea. I didn't know that. Bre- I didn't know having a little a little child sucking on your nipples was painful. But I learned very quickly uh, that. It's an extremely painful experience for women and you are not able to do anything as a male. The only thing you can do is stand there quietly and just say dumb shit like, oh, you're doing a great job and I know it's really painful, but you know, I'm here if you need anything or uh, are you okay? Is everything? And it, that, those things don't, they don't help at all. Like they don't help at all. So I don't know. And you know, what I'm trying to say about this, all this is like, you know, the birthing time is, is such a female orientated experience. You're, you're realistic. You're like a support person. Like you're, you're just there. You're like the runner in like a rugby league team. Like the team's doing all the work. You're just running water out and making sure everyone's all good. And at times that can feel really powerless. Um, I know the first few, um, first few days of, of parenting, um, you know, there's, there's obviously so much attention on the woman and the baby and you're kind of like, you know, pottering around, hovering around, just trying to be helpful as much as you can. But it's, it's one of those situations where you sort of have to swallow your pride and go like, oh, okay, this isn't about me. This is about the baby. And this is about making sure my partner recovers correctly. And like, that's quite a daunting experience, you know, knowing that you're kind of in this situation where, you're like a, and it sounds, it sounds awful. It is, and it does sound awful, but it's like a, it's a, it's a thing that you take a lot of pride in, but you're, you're sacrificing and you're, you're like a slave to your family. You're nothing else in the world matters. Like you're in this room, you're in a hospital room, you're in a, a room with this tiny child and this, this woman who's just gone through the most intense pain of her life, or she's recovering from an insane surgery and, and you're kind of just sitting there, you're like, you haven't been through anything. Like the worst thing you've been through is you've maybe seen some shit that you never thought you'd see your partner go through or like pain or something like that. You yourself are completely physically fine. You're like, you're not even tired yet. So feeling like that, that, that overwhelming feeling of uselessness is massive. And, and the nurses, some of the nurses, especially the old biddies, they will let you know about that. Trust me. Um, my first night with Skylar, um, I didn't realize, and side note, I didn't realize that, and like I said, once again, this is something that apparently I was supposed to research, but I didn't. You Apparently, you're not allowed, well, you are, but I thought that babies could never sleep on their, their stomach, which they can't. But I thought that was the same for if they were doing skin to skin on my chest, so when Skylar was doing skin to skin on my chest and I was exhausted, I thought I wasn't allowed to lay down on my chest. I'm actually acting it out now, but I just realized most of you can't see this. I didn't realize that even if you're laying, if you're laying down and you lay them on your chest, it's completely fine. It's, it's fine. The whole point is that you don't leave them unattended laying on their chest because of SIDS, which is uh, sudden infant death syndrome. So here I am in a hospital room 
it, it is about, I'm not even lying, it is about three o'clock at night. I have been up all day, all night, and I physically feel like I cannot put this baby down. So from the hours of 12 a.m. to 7 a.m., I stood there in front of the TV, scared shitless that if I laid down on my back with the baby on me, this thing would die. And that, like, I could not, I, and then I woke up the next morning, I told Kia, I was like, look, I'm really struggling. Like, I, like standing up for this long is, like, really tough. And she's like, why are you standing up for that long? And I was like, oh, well, you know, you can't, uh, you can't lay down on your back with your baby skin to skin on you laying face down. And she's like, no, you idiot. That's not how it works. And I was like, oh, really? She's like, did you just stand up all night holding the child? And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I did because I was scared and no one told me because no one ever tells you. So, yeah, like I, I, didn't, I didn't know a lot of stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, so once again, it's, it's one of those situations where and, and you feel like a, I don't know, you feel like an idiot most of the time for the first few days with your baby like everyone's telling you things that should be obvious and you're sitting there like dude i didn't know that like how am i supposed to know that so yeah we were in the hospital and, and of course you know the nurses give me a hard time because i do we did shifts like kia would do you know the the night like the early night shift then i would do literally overnight so i would be taking care of skylar from about 10 p.m at night whilst kia slept till about 4 35 o'clock in the morning and then, of course, I'd be asleep from like 5.30 and I'd sleep till 9 just to get the, get, the, get the Zs in. And every time I'd get the Zs in, I could hear, like I could have this background noise of like the nurses and this one old nurse. I don't know what it was. I think she just thought, I think it was because I was a young dad and I like whinged about this thing. Even Kia, she was like, oh, that's a bit harsh, don't you think? Like you're doing a really good job. I'd be up all night with Skylar, making sure she's all good, making sure Kia's all good, making sure she's fine, everyone's sleeping all good. I literally would not sleep. And I get to the morning, I'd fall asleep. This nurse would come in to give Kia her medication. I'd hear her every morning. She'd be like, oh, look at these men. They just sleep through everything. Like a teenager, this one, isn't he? And I was like, are you kidding? I've just been up all night with this child, not knowing what the fuck to do. Like, give me a break. So yeah, that yeah, you know the hospital, the hospital in my opinion was a fantastic experience. We uh, we were lucky enough to go private, and we had our a room to ourselves, which was which was really great. It was fantastic to bond, not just with the not just like as a family. It was just a nice introduction to that like life of of. It, it was like this. It was, it was almost like baby vacation. Like you had a vacation with your your newborn child and and you know, your partner, which was really, really good. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, that led us into like the early days of, of when we got home hospital was fantastic. The food was terrible, but we got through it. Um, and you know, we, we had Skylar during COVID as well. So family weren't allowed to come to the hospital, things like that. So it was quite hectic, but, um, yeah. And then, uh, we, we got home and, and this is probably the, once we got home, that was probably the bit that I found most difficult because I find as, as a woman, and, you know, this might be speaking out of pocket, but as a woman, especially with breastfeeding, you know, and obviously some people don't, don't, aren't able to breastfeed and that's a different issue in itself. But Kia was, was lucky enough that she could breastfeed. And, and it's like that, it's like a bonding moment for that mother baby. It's like an automatic bond, like they're breastfeeding from you. They're literally sucking nutrients from you. 
and as a woman that's such a good bonding experience but i feel like as a male like you really have to work for that infant bonding experience like I, I, for me it was nappies like i know people might look at nappies like oh yuck that's gross why would you want to do that no but i was all for it i was like you know this is my time where i can muck around and at, at first obviously she wasn't laughing at me but it got to a point where it was fun because sky would always see me and and that was like our bonding time was like me and you know ironically it's kind of funny now like the, the time we bonded the most was when i was literally cleaning her shit which is uh you know a shit way to bond if uh if you like puns but um yeah and i found it very, very really difficult because you know Kia was always, you know, she had time off work. She was able to to really bond. And I feel like, I felt like I was always fighting to find time to bond after I went back to work. You know, she was still so young when I went back to work. And, and I felt like, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I missed something, but because I did have an extended period of time off, but I felt like there was times where I just, I wanted to see her and I wanted to make sure like, oh, like, does she still remember me? Like I've been away for eight hours, nine hours. And when I come home, is she going to remember who I am or? So I don't know. I found like solace in the fact that I was reading to her and, and trying my best to bond in every possible way that wasn't, um, you know, that wasn't breastfeeding because that's the number one way. I was just trying to get involved in so much stuff. Um, and, you know, I really empathize with dads. And, and if you're a dad that, you know, you have to go um, back to work or you, you work long hours or you work night shift or you work a shift where you don't get to see your family that often, man, like straight up, it must be the hardest thing ever. So I really like shout out to you guys, like, you know, you're busting your balls to just provide for your family and, and make sure they're okay and make make sure your wife is recovering and she doesn't have to worry about or your, your partner is recovering and she doesn't have to 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 worry about money and work and, and you're putting in long hours and, and, you know, you're sacrificing time with your newborn. Like that doesn't get recognized enough. And I feel like as a man, like, you know, as a, as a firm person for like mental health and taking care of your mental health, man, like shout out to you guys. If that is you, I am massively commending you. You, you are a fantastic dad, even though you feel like you don't see your child that much, you are a fantastic dad. And that, that kid is going to realize one day how much you sacrificed and and I guess that, you know, hopefully that's a thought that, that you carry with you through, like, the tough times. Anyway, how long have we gone for? What have we got here? Oh, 20 minutes. All right, we're, we're up around the 20-minute the mark. I only I like keeping these podcasts short. I feel like they're bite-sized, that they're, they're easy to sort of consume. I, I kind of get gauged on, like, my, my trip to work, and it, it just means I don't ramble, even though I probably rambled then. Um... But yeah, so I, I kind of want to end on that positive of like, that's, uh, you know, if, if you're one of those dads that's putting in the work with a newborn and, and you're not seeing them much, man, like full credit to you. Um, that's, that's, dude, you're, you're not good for you. Like honestly, like never, never ever look at it negatively if you're providing for your family. You're always the go, man. Alrighty, time to finish off. Time to finish off. I like to finish off with something I call the shit dad club. Shit dad club is obviously something, you know, we start the podcast really positive. We start the podcast really positive. We started with, you know, dad win, but I like to end up in the shit dad club because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to do our thing. We're all just trying to weave through this maze of fatherhood. And there are times where we put our hand up and we say, look, I was in the shit, father, shit, shit dad group that day. 
Um, my shit dad moment actually didn't involve my child. My shit dad moment involved myself. Um, I was so worried about Skylar at the beach. Um, and I'm big. She's got very fair skin. She's got a dad's skin. Unlucky. Hopefully she doesn't have a dad's hairline either. But, um, I put so much sun cream on her that I've forgotten about myself. And I tell you what, I was in the sun for about an hour on the Saturday and it was about 35 degrees and your boy got dad sunburn and dad sunburn is very quickly and it's very easily uh explained as you know when you put sun cream on but you don't really try and you end up with these absolutely heinous burns that look like you've been like rubbed all over i got one of those on my back where i could see like handprints where i've attempted to put sun cream on and as someone who is very prone uh to melanoma and skin cancer and i've had stuff cut out and as someone who now has a child who i want to see uh, grow up and flourish into a beautiful young woman. I can't afford to be doing that, uh, getting burnt to that extent. Uh, so shit dad club moment for me. I got way too burnt, but you know, a positive was Skylar didn't get burnt. So guys, slip, slop, slap. And you know what? If you're a dad and you're comfortable with it, go ahead and don the dad rashy. I have a dad rashy. I wear it loud and proud, baby, except Saturday. And you know, Wear the rashy. Wear the long sleeve rashy, man. Like, you only get a certain amount of time to do that. And if you're developing a dad bod like I am, it is such a savior. It's like putting, like, you know, a shower curtain over you. No one knows. They're nice and tight and they are a bit unflattering. But, you know, if you've got remnants of abs left, brother, they pop in those very, very tight rashies. Alrighty. Guys, if you're liking the content, obviously go over, hit us up on Instagram at cool dad collective underscore or on tiktok at cool dad collective or just go follow the podcast on spotify or apple podcast or if you really want to leave a five-star review okay helps the podcast out you know we're trying to create a community here i'm going to start working on stuff that builds that community whether it's facebook group or something like that but if you see that feel free to join it guys thank you so much for the support i hope that my stories are relatable and you guys just have a ripper week with your kids man like i say every week cherish every moment you have with them cherish every second all their first words if you're not around all that often cherish the time that you have with them that's the biggest thing Alrighty, guys you guys have a good week enjoy everything peace